Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. We are live here on Journey into the Light Radio, Elizabeth Princeton Hour. And if you want to speak to Elizabeth on any issue that you are dealing with, call in now, 347-884-8245, and then press the one on your phone to come aboard, okay? That's all you got to do. Elizabeth is live also on Facebook so you can uh, find her there on her business page um, as well. And uh, so let's start off our show as we normally do here with a song to get everybody settled in their seats and everything. And uh, we'll be right back here with Elizabeth Princeton here on Journey in the Light. Yes, I do. I believe that one day I will be where I was right there. Right next to you And it's hard The day just seems so dark The moon and the stars Are nothing without you Your touch, your skin Where do I begin? No words can explain The way I'm missing you Tonight This emptiness, this hole That I'm inside These tears they tell their own story Call me not to cry When you are gone But the feelings overwhelm me It's much too strong Can I
All right, welcome back. What a beautiful song there by Sam Smith. Um, so we're here with Elizabeth Princeton Hour, and again, to speak to Elizabeth, just call on into the radio show, 347-884-8245, and then press the one on your phone to come aboard. And again, you can see Elizabeth live on video, live Facebook, Elizabeth Princeton on her business page. So hop on over there as well. And here is Elizabeth Princeton. Hi, Michael. Hello, Elizabeth. I am putting on my Facebook right now. We are live and to call in, which is what you just said, so that people know that we are live. So yes, we are. So that, so I'm that sharing that out. I'm mine right now. Let's see if I can refresh my page. And then there we go. This is not my forte, you know. The social media stuff, just not my forte. <laughs> no, it's, it's just it's just even for me that I do it all the time. It's it's hard to like talk on the show and share at the same time. It's <laughs> it's complicated. It is, but I'll so share it out while you're. I need my kids to come in and and say, "Hey, we'll do this for you. You can just go do what you're good <laughs> at. This isn't one of the things I'm good at." So um, so where should we start today while we're waiting for callers to call in? Um, what's the suggestion that you have today? Well, I don't know what your uh, topic uh, you wanted to speak about today. What area did you want to go my, into? My topic is the art of value. Art of value. Value is one of those founding blocks that we often miss in our lives and we run around looking for value in everything to give us value and uh, affirmation of our own value. We don't realize our own value. That's why we go search for it from other places. So it's one of the foundational building blocks of building up a holistic life and a life that God created us to live. So, um, Oftentimes we feel devalued in our job, especially what's going on right now in regards to, um, you know, Hollywood coming out in regards to how women have been devalued by men in their careers and things like that. It's coming out more and more and more. And what that does to your self-esteem and what that does to you personally and how it affects you emotionally and, um, and it just affects all areas of your life if you allow yourself to be in a space to be devalued. So, um, hi, Brian. So what comes to your mind, Michael, as I bring up the word value? What words resonate with you? Yeah, that's a great topic uh, because you're right. I mean, and that's, and you know, backing up just a little bit here is, you know, 
it it is great to see you know women coming forward now and um you know and these men doing these you know horrible things to women um and just so wrong just so wrong in so many ways um it coming to light now coming to light now and um you know so i think you know it's no longer pushed in the corners and uh you know, pushed in dark places and threatened, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm this person, I'm this, you know, this really important person and you're nobody um, and no one's going to believe you. And, and t- to me, that is, oh, <laughs> you want to get my temperature that is power going. and money. Yes. That is power and money. I can relate. I've had sexual harassment twice in my lifetime. And um, I pursued sexual harassment charges and um, threatened in my job. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. And um, so I'm excited about it. Yesterday I was just out and about doing something. And um, I don't know, I seem to to radiate something in people to where they began to tell me stories, but a woman just began to share with me just out of the blue yesterday, um, working for the government, all the times that men have approached her to do things that were not ethical and to keep her job to raise her kids, she she did them. And, um, you know, then they're always threatened if you, if you, you know, if you say anything, Right? They go through a list of whatever the consequences will be, and the whole list goes on. And um, so, yeah, we're just talking about the impact that that's having on women now. Um, and that's the thing about secrets, and that's the thing about um, life just in general. Um, when we don't own it, when we don't name it, when we don't claim it, and we keep it a secret and in the corner and in the closet, it grows. And it's only when you shed light on it. It's like what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, mask, right? Mask in the closet. What are your masks? You shed light on there. And as soon as you shed light, guess what? Healing begins to occur. And healing in this, you know, sense, hopefully, a bill will be passed to protect women. So... So let's go back to what the topic is, the art of value. What comes to your mind, Michael, in regards to when when you hear that? Well, you know, value, uh, you know, but, you know, what is your, you know, what is your value? You know, what are you um, willing to sell yourself for? I mean, are you just, you know, top dollar? You'll, you know, you'll do anything. Um just you know cheapen yourself to where it just you know eats into your self-esteem um so that's what comes to my mind so in regards to a relationship how about how important do you think um value is in regards to relationships because it's the number one thing we were created for relationships being communion with others right yeah 
And that's that that's really important right from the get go. You know, right from the start in a relationship is if you cheapen your value, if you go into a relationship and you're ready to, you know, go right to bed, you're right there, you've totally cheapened your value right from the start and chances of that relationship having any any value for yourself is slim to none. Slim to none. Because you didn't set yourself up to be treasured, mm-hmm. correct? Right. Exactly. When the blog I wrote that the art of value is important to being an empowered human being. And what we don't realize is the value that we have on ourselves actually impacts our lives in regards to what I talk about in regards to the 10 dimensions of wellness. So it just doesn't affect you. It affects your career. It affects your relationships. It affects your social life. It affects your finances, right? It's not just one area. And then it also uh, attracts what I call um, it's the metaphysical realm, right? It's the energy that you put out in the you portray um, because you are energy. And it also, your spirit that you, that you have, it affects your, your spiritual life and your walk with God. And it can actually, the value that you have placed on yourself or what you view of yourself affects your income coming in affects the relationships you have coming your way, affects your impact on people's lives. And when we don't see our own value, what happens is we often allow people to devalue us. And it's bringing people back to the cross and saying that Christ valued you so much that he died. He gave up his life because of the value that you have and that we were created to have value and to be valued. And yet many people become doormats and they choose a a job or a relationship or a status, money, power, right? And why do they choose those things? They choose those things because inside They lack the value in themselves. So they search for it everywhere else, in my job, in my status, in my money, in my home, in the wife that I get, the husband that I pick. And until we actually go back and look at ourselves and realize that we might have everything in the world and we look good to everybody, inside that still soft, small voice inside, saying you're not good enough. And then what it does is it creates that beast, sometimes addictions, whatever it is, because we're lacking the foundation, which is realizing that Christ created us to be valued because we have value. And how it manifests itself is when a person doesn't have value, They don't value other people. That's why you see what's going on in the news. And then that's why you see people being abusive and mean and angry and taking out their road rage. Because if they truly valued themselves, they wouldn't want to be harming somebody else. Because they would value that person. 
So people always say, okay, we need to do this. We need to do that. We need to do this. We need to do that. We've got this list going a mile long in today's society of all the things that we need to do to fix our society. And yet if we were just to sit and look in the mirror at our own lives and how we view ourselves and begin to work on ourselves and go back to the cross and to Christ and what he did for us and our value and our worth with him and begin to look at stories we've created and words that we've attached to and the words that we've adopted that other people have projected onto us because of their own feelings of feeling no value. The list that's a mile long out there of everything that we are doing that's exhausting our society. It's amazing what would happen and what would transform. And the thing about it is it's so simple, Michael. Simple in the fact of there's not a list of 20,000 things to do to have value. You have value. It's given to you. You are valuable. But yet we exhaust our life, our adrenals, pursue things out to try to compensate what we feel like we don't have in ourselves, and yet we were created with it, and Christ died because we have value. So hi, Jim. Hi, Carmen. Love to hear your messages. Text, call in. Phone number is, and my phone just blocked me out here, 347-884-8245. And just to let you guys know that are listening, up right now on my Facebook is a phenomenal coaching special and it's for radio only and then it will go away so whatever areas of your life you're having difficulties with and if you've never had a coach it's the most powerful thing you can do for yourself you talk about giving yourself a christmas present it'll transform every area of your life I've had coaches since I was 14 years old. I just didn't show up in this space. I've invested time, money, and energy my entire life because I really long for people to mirror back to me who I am so that I can radiate Christ's light and love to the world and help others heal their lives. So I'm waiting to hear from Michael. Oh, I am here. I am busily um, sharing the pages <laughs> and groups and everything. I just, I just like a little worker okay. being in the background. But, um, but no, I love the topic. I think it's definitely worthy of the times that um, you know we're in, and um, it's it's. Really, uh, what value do we put on? You know, and, and a lot of times, you know, and, and I've been doing radio for ten years, and a lot of people call into the show, and and a lot of times, people's problems today 
are because of 10 years ago or maybe 15 or 20 where they didn't put value on their their life. But uh, we got a call mm-hmm. in, so let's see um, who's called in and see what their issue may be. Um, 780, welcome to the show. Can we get your first name and where you're calling from, please? Tracy, I'm calling from Bruderheim, Alberta, Canada. Hi, JC. Hi this there. This is Michael and Elizabeth. Hi there. Hi there. So what brings you to the show today? How can I help you in ways that God hasn't already done it in your life? Um, I'm trying to change careers, and I'm sitting here right now with no income. And I'm just wondering what you see, whether or not the shift is going to come, whether it's whether I'm here. Okay, whether or not if I see. So you think I'm a psychic? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Okay, so, JC, let me me tell you about myself. A psychic I am, yes. I can predict futures and see destinies in working with you. Working with an energy force I do work with, okay? But... In regards to dealing with your life, what I do is I help you figure out what your purpose is, who you are, who you were created for, and from there, help give you the tools that are required in order for you to live the life that you were created for. So do you even know, how old are you, number one? I'm 56. You're 56. What has your career path been? A bookkeeper, accounting technician. Accounting technician, okay. Has that been the love of your life? No. Healing is the love of my life. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm turning towards being a healer. A healer, okay. Um, And what kind of a healer would you like to be? The emotion code therapy. Energetic healing. Energetic healing, okay. And how are you beginning to work your way into that career path? What steps have you been taking? I've been planting seeds. I found a center here in Edmonton, Alberta, who is willing to promote me, um, dealing with soldiers um, who have post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, But it's all a process, right? Right. Now, have you gotten certificates or anything in this to help empower you on the path and the journey? Yes, I do. Wonderful. Okay. And so what would it be like then for you just to put all of your force and your energy in into that? That's what I have been doing, but I need paying clients so that I can afford okay. to do things in my life, you know? Okay. How long have you put all your energy into that? Five years. Okay. So you need a marketing expert. Yeah, and I've searched long and hard, and I'm not finding the person to come along to help me, take me by the hand, and show me what I need to do, you know. Okay. Have you ever thought that maybe because that person hasn't appeared, that maybe you're to lead the way and you're to guide your own way? I'm trying to. Okay. And what steps are you implementing? Um, looking at Facebook marketing, getting getting messages out there to people, uh, 
you know, contacting people. If I see somebody come along with a plate or whatever, I I I think nothing twice about contacting them. Um, you know, like I, I'm going through the motions or whatever, but nothing is happening. It's you know, okay. it's coming in in dribs and drabs. And it's been going that way for five years. Yes. Okay. So. Are you looking for something else right now in the meantime, or are you just wanting to put all your focus on that? What is your... I'm looking for another job, but I'm not finding one, you know? Okay. And another job in regards to what? Bookkeeping. Bookkeeping? Okay. Just just to get some money floating through, like, into my hands so that I can afford to do things. Everything costs money. Everything does cost money. Okay, so what are your affirmations? What are you telling yourself every day? Um, the major one that I say is, may prosperity flow freely and th- uh, freely through my life. And I discover how wonderful I am. I choose to love and enjoy myself. Okay. What does that have to do with money, though, and the flow of money? Well, it's manifestation, and, you know, if I've got any blockages there, I'm releasing them. I'm getting rid of them. Um, you know, I do do uh, sessions for releasing money blocks. I've been doing those on myself. I've seen a little bit of headway, but I, I want to see things move. I, you know, five years is long enough of a training period. So there's something missing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is. Okay. What about your spiritual walk? Do you have a Do you have a God? Do you have a Creator? Who do you believe in? Yes. Yes. Everything that I do is spiritually related. Okay. So it's spiritually related. Who's your God? God. Okay. Do you go to a do you do you go to a church? No, I watch church on TV. Okay. I watch Joel Osteen every Sunday religiously. Okay, have you thought about that being an avenue for you to get involved to help you heal um, people? Yes. Okay, have you acted on that? I'm trying to. Because church is a wonderful way, especially, you know, with you wanting to help people. Church is a wonderful way to get involved and to get the word out there for people to know who you are, number one. And then number two, in regards to you having bookkeeping services. Because the church is a wonderful platform for you to go get involved yeah, and get the word out in regards to what you do. Well, in my experience, though, you know, I've had Christians come out and literally call me a fake and tell me I'm not welcome and whatever. So I just kind of stick to myself, you know. As far as that religious component goes, I stick to myself because I don't need anybody calling me out for being a fake, right? And it seems to be the, the religious ones that are doing it to me. So I just block them on Facebook when they do it to me. I don't have any time nor patience for it. Okay. So it's an av- what's another avenue that you think that you can pursue out since that doesn't seem like it's one that touches, moves, it inspires you? 
Well, I'm going through all these Facebook pages that have to do with healing, and I'm putting ads out on those or whatever so that people can see that I'm here and what I do, right? And what I do is emotion okay. code therapy. Okay. So what about uh, traffic foot, going to people's businesses and knocking on doors and I've doing the face-to-face that. thing? Okay, and how's that. that working? It didn't work. Okay. The most positive thing that I had happen for me is this healing center that deals with soldiers with post-traumatic stress disorder has allowed me okay. to put my information in there. That's the most positive thing that I had happen out of all of it. Okay. So, so what about going? It is. It is. You know, yeah. So do you have anybody in your life that is a marketing expert? No. Okay. No. No. And, what about and, and going costs, to? It all costs money. Everybody wants money for their service, you know. Okay. I'm look, but I'm in order to get. Go ahead. I'm listening. I'm looking for somebody who maybe wants to trade services, right? Me do okay. emotion code work on them and then work on my marketing, right? But I'm not okay. finding it. But I, are you looking for marketing people? I did. I sounded like a minute ago you just said you weren't. I am. Okay. But I'm not. Okay. I'm not finding them. Everybody wants to be paid, right? And right. it's not cheap. Right. It's not cheap, you know. Right. Trust so, me, I know. <laughs> you know. I'm self-funded. Yeah. yeah. It's not cheap. Yeah. So what can you do in the meantime? You can do bookkeeping. Have you been applying yeah. for bookkeeping jobs? Yes, I have been. I've had one interview okay. out of the past couple months, and that's it. Just one interview. The job market okay, is how changing, much- you know. How many um, applicants applications have you put out there? Oh, probably 50. In how many weeks, months? Within the past couple months, probably 50 applications. Okay. So, but up here in Canada, the job market is changing. It's, you know, like, it's different now than it ever has been, Just, and especially for, for my line of work, you know. Okay. So here's what I'm can I can I create a suggestion for you? Yep. Do, do you know how much money that you would like to make a year? Yes. Do you contemplate that? Do you have that in your affirmations that you say this is this is where I want to be in a year? This is the money that I want to make. This is the type of environment I want to be in. This is the type of job that would suit me. Do those? Yes. Do you do those type of affirmations at all? I, I do those type of affirmations. Yes. Every day. Every day. More than once. No, just once a day. Okay. The more you do it, the more it will come your way quicker. Okay. Focus, focus, yeah. focus, focus. And you know this to be true, especially if you're a healer. What you focus on, you create. Correct. Yes. Okay, so what we need to do is we need to narrow your focus down. So can I challenge you to to, to do something for the next 30 days? Yes. Because it sounds like you have the tools in place. Um, For the next 30 days, three times a day, I want you to take 20 minutes 
Yeah. And I want you to imagine the world, feel it, think it of where you want to be. Okay. And consider it already done and already thank the universe and your God for it. Okay. And, but from there, you still need to be actively pursuing going out to marketing people, going out to centers to see about using your healing services, and in regards to bookkeeping also, go out there and start knocking on doors. Say, listen, all I want to do is work. I have a desire and a heart to work. What would it take? Do you know of somebody? My name is so, you know? Yeah. And just start being much more assertive and yeah. um, in regards to your approach. Okay. Can you do that? Can you do that for thirty days? Yes, I can do that for thirty days. So, in how many in-face interviews or in-face um, conversations would you like to have that you would feel comfortable with in a week to do for being uh, doing your healing services, going and talking to a marketing person, and going and talking to uh, people in regards to bookkeeping? I don't know, probably 30 a week, five a day. Five a day. Okay. Game on. That's your game plan for the next month? Yeah. Call me back in a month. Okay. Okay. And remember, what you focus on, you create. Yeah. Put together a game plan. It already sounds like you have your affirmations in place. You need to be saying them more. And then just go start hitting hitting the concrete. You can do it. I believe in you. Thank you. You just need to step it we you just need to step it up. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless. Okay. Thanks for calling in, JC. Okay. 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 Bye. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay, so the phone number again, folks, to speak, call in to speak to Elizabeth. Uh, we still have about 20 minutes left here, so there is time for one more call. Call in now, though, 347-884-8245. Then press the one on your phone, 347-884-8245, Elizabeth Princeton Show. Elizabeth is here each Tuesday here at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. 4 Central, 5 Eastern time each week here on Journey in Light. So the next call will be your call. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, guys, call in. Um, We have another opening for a caller. The phone number is 347-884-8245. If you're live on Facebook, welcome. You guys only get to hear me, but if you call into this number, you can actually hear to the conversations on the show. Hello, Mark. Hello, Patricia. Hello, Shannon. Um, I have somebody on here that I've known since I was probably, goodness gracious, like seven, eight years old. It's amazing how life brings us in this crazy journey of life. Love it. You know, wasn't for Facebook, you know, connecting lives is wonderful. But today's topic, you guys, is about work and value. And I want to read you something from Psychology Today that talks about the value of a person. Um, and it's actually in the blog that I'm putting, to, um, putting together. Self-value is more behavioral than emotional. 
It's more about how you act towards what you value, including yourself, than how you feel about yourself compared to others. It's necessarily includes self-care. To value something goes beyond regarding it as important. You appreciate its qualities while investing time, energy, effort, and sacrifice in nurturing or maintenance. If you value a Da Vinci painting, which if you know me, the artist and the creative one in me does, you focus on its beauty and design more than you do in the cracks and the paint. And above all, you treat it well, making sure that it is maintained in an ideal condition and shielded from direct lighting. Similarly, people with high self-value appreciate their own better qualities, even while trying to improve their lesser ones. And they take care of their physical or their psychological health, growth, and benefit. In general, the more we value other people, animals, and things, the stronger our self-value becomes. The more we devalue, the lower our self-value sinks, making elaborate and often self-destructive ego defenses, which is what you see in today's society, which is happening, which is chronic resentment, anger, substance abuse, impulsive behaviors, and abuse and the like. People do that because it's a reflection of them. It's how they value themselves. So therefore, they do it onto others. In a society today where we have so much chaos and drama and evil acts being done, we come with this list and agenda of we need to do this, we need to do this, and do this, and do this, and do this. And it's just like my legalistic background that I grew up in, which was a cult. The list to do was such a mile long that at the end of the day, I didn't know who I was except a list of things to do, which supposedly gave me value and of which then I was going to go to heaven because of the good acts of deeds that I did. But yet inside, I was dying. And I said, if this is what Christianity and life is all about in regards to doing, I want nothing to do with it. And it began to make me angry and hard. And what it did for me then is that then I began to attract into my space relationships that did not serve me well because I didn't have value in myself. Looked good on the outside, on the inside, was dying. So how many of you guys in your life go for the car, go for the status, go for the husband that fills that void in you? because you don't value yourself. And the great thing about value is someone died on the cross for us because of the value that we have. How many of you guys look at your life and there's areas in your life that's not working because one of the foundations is missing, which is you realizing your value and your worth. So, Michael, back to you. Okay. Well, we still have uh, open line, one open line, um, right for you. If you're listening to us, 
is the open line has your name on it. Call in 347-884-8245. Press the one on your phone to come aboard. And whatever you're, yeah. So, Michael, in working with the callers that usually come in, and especially because they're mostly relationship issues, and they're, I don't know if you tell me, uh, they're mostly women than men that call in in regards to issues with relationships? Mm hmm Yes. Mostly women, yes. And in hearing the callers, what do you think value places on their calls and their desperations and their needs and the relationships that they've gotten their self into. Where do you think value is in regards to that? Yeah, that's a great question because, um, and it's, it's, uh, when you, when you look into it, um, and I look into it now that you bring it up, um, value has gotten, I would say more than half of those people, in, in the predicament that they are in. Uh, they so mm-hmm. lessen their value because of things that they need to work on, like um, the ability to be okay to be alone. Um, I've seen many women, I'm sure men too, but what I have seen, women that are willing to take abuse just so they're not mm-hmm. alone. They are willing mm-hmm. to... Um, have their kids possibly either be around or even being abused so they won't be mm-hmm. alone. Um, just, uh, and, and that goes back to your question, your topic today of value, you know, have so mm-hmm. lessened their value, their worth mm-hmm. that has gotten them into the predicament they're in today. Um, because they lessen their value of who they are. So they go and they get in relationships to with guys who are not going to serve them. They're not going to love them. They're not going to, you know, like, like I do my wife, you know, I've, I've never laid a finger on her in 30 years because mm-hmm. I value her. And that was the way it was. And that's the only way she would have it. <laughs> She would never put up with me if I did any of those things, and vice versa. So. Well, you know where, where I live, Michael. I live in the top 1% wealthiest place in the whole United States. And I can, I can honestly say living here has been the hardest three years of my life. My marriage was easy to compare the path and the journey I've walked on here. I've gotten a stalker. I've been roofied. And um, I have never been more disrespected by men in my entire life. And it's sad to me because the place is so beautiful. But um, women, a majority of the women here, not all, so we got to do disclosures here, so I don't because there's are there's wonderful magical human beings here but for the majority women don't value themselves and are just going for a man for money so that their lifestyle can increase and get better than what it was already when they divorced somebody else 
and got a gazillion dollars from them. And that money is just not good enough. And what they do is they work on the outside image, right? Because they don't feel worthy or good enough and they have to cover it up. So, you know, they get all the plastic surgeries done. They wear all the fancy clothes. They got all the fancy cars. And I stay alone here a lot. And why I stay alone here a lot is because there's no substance. There's no value. I'm bored. And the men cheapen women, but women allow themselves to be cheapened. Does that make any sense at all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. So women complain that men objectify them. But yet if you see how they dress, what they wear, what they say, what they do, they don't set themselves up. They, you can tell they don't have value. So then they wonder why they can't get a quality man. Women out here, even all over California, and it's becoming more and more and more, are so desperate for a relationship that if a man says he's going to call you and he doesn't call you, they feel like they need to call him. Why would you do that? That's already setting the, the, the foundation for a man not valuing you. If a man values you, he follows through with his commitments. You're only as good as commitments you make and keep. Not really, that goes back to value. So, yeah, women stay in abusive relationships. Women stay because of the fear of leaving and what it would look like. Trust me, I know. I was married for 16 years and stayed. And I stayed because of the fear of getting out and because of my own value and self-worth. And it's only because we go back to the cross and we realize we have value. We truly are just magical human beings that we get in the way of our own successes and the life that we are created to live. And it affects all areas of our life, all areas. And working with abused women and the ones that are coming out now, I love working with them. And the reason why is because I know what it's like to be broken. I know what it's like to be abused. I know what it's like to think I have to stay because I have no other options or I'm not worthy or good enough or I don't have the value. I understand. I know what it's like to be preyed upon by men who objectify women and think that it's okay to devalue a woman. And because he has money, doesn't care what he does because he will just throw money at the court system and make it go away. I get that. I'm in one of those situations right now. Again, So, if you look around your life and you have things in your life that aren't valuing you, we can say, hey, you need to not have that relationship in your life, give you something to do. But as soon as you do the work on your own life, look look and see that you have value and what your worth is. Nobody will have to tell you what to do to get rid of the people in your life. It'll automatically just happen. In society, everybody's saying we need to do this, do this, do this, and do this to clean up the world. It's exhausting. Just like my marriage was exhausting. Just like the school I was raised in was exhausting. 
Because in order to have value, I had to do everything a certain way. And if I didn't, oh, my goodness, I was going to hell. That's not the way life's to be. You have value in regards to who you are because of the cross. You're a fallen human being. Yes, you are. But you don't deserve being abused. You don't deserve being beaten. The anger and the rage that people have or you might have to others goes back to you. Because once you see that you have value, you'll no longer have to rage and get angry, pissed off at somebody. Treat them like crap. Abuse them. Mistreat them. And it's only when we heal that broken child that's within us and go back and see the cross and our value in him and because of him and who we are that we heal. Value is not monetary things that we set up our life for. We set up our life as if we're going to take everything with us. And at the end of the day, you know what they put on your epitaph? They put on the epitaph what your value was to the world, what they saw you to be. They didn't say the car that you drove. They didn't say the house that you lived in. Are you there, Michael? Yes, I am right here listening, beautifully said. So, one of the foundationals, people come and they want fixed. They want me to give them the 10 things to do, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, give me a shot. Uh, right. Yeah, it's like, I don't, uh, okay, if I give you a list to do, it's going to be a mile long and you're going to be exhausted. I don't want to do that. Let's just work on you. And it'll all dissipate. So the number to call in, 347-884-8245. We've had one caller today, and I think I've, I think I've sort of figured out why, Michael. The day that I blasted the night before, blasted, that's my word, posted the night before the radio show, and then posted it that morning, I think. This is our fifth show. We're figure, I'm still figuring it out how this all works. That seemed to work better. So I think next week that's what I need to start doing again. I've been just like rolling with it, trying to figure out the system here. So what, what system works best for you, did you say? All right, let me get let me grasp I think when I, when, I, when, I, um, when I posted the night before on my Facebook, Yeah. you know, I just, and that, I, that the show's up tomorrow, and then I think when I get up in the morning and I do it too, I think that's the way about the best to get the callers to, to come in. Yeah. I don't know. You've been, you've been doing this longer See, than me, darling. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the best way is, and that's you're right on the right track, is the night before, the morning of, and then periodically through the day because um, you've you got to keep reminding people. People forget or so because I can post something in the morning and not again until showtime and no one's here so i'm better off posting mm-hmm. so you're better off posting closer to showtime 
But at the same time, okay. you want to post in the morning or and the night before, so people, you know, that might be the only time they they can see. Also, the last thing I'll say is post in groups, you know, uh, Facebook groups that are like big, a um, lot of people. That's awesome. that's a great way because to and I do that on your show when you're live. I'm sharing it in with okay. a bunch of groups that I I'm connected with with the live feed. Okay. So. But yeah, but Wonderful. yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, it takes a while to get in the groove. I, I always say about ten shows it takes to get it really in the groove. So five down, five months. to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> so the people that are on air right now, watching me on Facebook and are listening here, I would love to hear your comments. Um, I want to help people. This is my limited scope right here. Unless you give me feedback, I don't know. I love it. That's the only way I grow as a person. Tomorrow I meet with two mentors tomorrow. Um, I meet with my mentors every week. That's part of who I am. I want to grow and touch and even inspire people to live better lives and to live the life that Christ created them for. So if you can give me your feedback, I listen to your show. Um, this is what text moved and inspired me. This is what I really felt like I wanted more of and I wasn't getting. That's what Michael and I need to know um, so that I know how to be here for you so that when you listen in, you're getting what you need in order to help you with your life. Because that's really what I'm here for. I'm here to serve. And I just want Christ to use my life to help empower and inspire you to live the life that you're created for. And for me, y'all know they call me the queen of hearts. They call me the queen of hearts for a reason. I am all about love. Honey, you can take my house. You can take my car. You can take my retirement. Trust me because I've done it. You can take my diamonds. Trust me because they're gone too. I'm only here for one purpose, and I knew that as a child. So I can't become that person that Christ wanted me to be without feedback. So I'm asking for it. I look forward to it. Negative criticism I love because it's through there that growth and change truly happens, and then I can work with Michael on what I what I need to do, and um, just want to say thank you for listening in. Thanks for your support. And if you have a topic also that you would like for me to discuss for next week, please let me know. Right now also on the live video, there is a coaching special, which is an amazing special. It will go off at the end of the day of the show. And um, I have five spots open, so sign up now. Let me help you with your life. Anything else, Michael? No, I think that's it, and we're out of time. So, Elizabeth, great show as always, and uh, we'll see you next week. Have a good week. Wonderful. Okay, sounds good. God bless. God bless. Okay. God bless. Bye, guys. All right. All right, bye-bye, Elizabeth. That's Elizabeth Princeton, and again, all of Elizabeth's contact information is listed right here on the show page here on Journey into the Light, the links 
so website, Facebook, you know, you got it right there. So Elizabeth will be back. And again, as Elizabeth was saying, give us the feedback. What kind of show would you like, you know, Elizabeth to do each week? Would you like her to talk about different topics each week, like one week depression, next week anxiety, next week relationships, career? But the, uh, just let let Elizabeth know, let me know, the producer of the show, and you guys know how to contact me, uh, Facebook, of course. All right, everybody, that's going to wrap it up here, and we will see you on our next show. Much love to all. <laughs>